today on the show, Antonio Brown speaks his destiny into existence. Some major upsets in college basketball heading into the tourney. A soccer player gets assaulted by a disgruntled fan. And the hot top? NFL Rules Committee looking to make moves. Next. Welcome to You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. And this is Season 2, Episode 10. We were recording on March 10th, 2019. Special Sunday episode. Yes, very special. Only because we didn't record on, 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 on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nothing really special about it. But it, the sun is shining, I must say. It, it, I know, right? It was raining for the past, what, three, two, four three days? days? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man feels like an eternity it's just been one of the worst uh winters i've experienced here in tennessee and i've been here for almost a decade yeah so. and it doesn't help over a decade wow yeah it's yeah, yeah it's been a long time yeah wow. uh for me too <laughs> <laughs> uh also um uh it's it's also spring forward which oh yeah sucked because you know if you you're like us we like to have late nights on the weekend and uh and wake up, yeah. wake up, uh, red eyed, and <laughs> all that, and, and then and Sunday try yeah. to try to do this stuff. So yeah, it's it's been crazy. Yeah, my eyes were definitely bleary this morning. I could not focus at all. I was like, what what time is it? Is it really that time, or is my uh, alarm clock just playing tricks on me? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know how we do it here. Everyone has an opinion when it comes to sports, but I think that we should just sit back, relax, and enjoy the uncertainty of sports and entertainment in the United States and the rest of the world because I don't know and you don't know Jack. We want to take a quick pause before we get into the show. We uh, just got word that there was a airplane crash, um, Ethiopian Airlines. Um, a seven thirty Boeing 737 crashed, I believe, yesterday morning? Yeah. Um, March. I think it's this morning. This morning, March yeah. 10th. Um, um, and so we just want to pray for all the families of the victims. It, it looks like all over 150 people on board passed away. All yes. there were no survivors. Right. So just take a quick moment of silence for that. And then we'll get into our shout outs. You know, you make me want to kick my heels up and shout, throw my hands up and shout, throw my head back and shout, come on. All right, let's get into our shout outs. Um, you know, it's hard to go from a somber note to a to a you know shout out moment, but we'll we'll try our yeah, best. But this is what sports does best. It helps us uh, recover and and actually. Um, you know, have have a little fun when everything around us is just really sad and depressing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so, you know, we've been talking about them. We've been talking about them for a while now. Um, our guy, well, not our guy, but 
their guy. Your guy. Excuse my guy. Your I guy. still like him. Uh, Antonio Brown, his now his whole ordeal is finally, hopefully over. He is signing a, well, he can't officially sign until March 13th, which is Thursday, mm-hmm. I believe. Yes. But uh, it is uh, the, the Steelers and the Raiders have agreed to trade Antonio Brown to the Oklahoma, uh, Oakland Raiders for three years. But a $54.125 million contract with $30, 30 million guaranteed. So give a, a real shout-out to my boy Antonio Antonio Brown uh, um, taking care of his destiny. Let's do it. Uh, I got a whole bunch of things to play, so I'm just going to start. <laughs> just, just start, yeah. Show me the money. Yes. <laughs> yes, and I then, am and so happy. You got to hit that congratulations, too, one time. Yes, congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, so it's awesome that this this whole ordeal is finally coming to a close. I am very surprised that he ended up with the Raiders, but I think I, that's a whole nother story because of how I feel about the Raiders and what John Gruden is doing over there. Yeah, John Gruden is making moves. He's making some some fantastic moves. Um, well. And. We'll I, I, we'll I I I do like I do like what what John Gruden is doing. I honestly do because I think I think he's 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 building the team the way he wants it. That's no, that's the first step. Yes, number one. Yes, get your guys in. You know, change the culture of the team. I mean, he didn't have that last year. I'm I'm pretty sure he's going to get rid of David Carr. He's going to get rid of you know all the the uh, the <laughs> the losers. I guess you could say on that team, which yes. you know so. I, I like the moves that uh, John Gruden is making. I don't know how good of a coach he is, but we'll see. Well, we'll see. I, I I do think that you have to get your guys. I think Willie Taggart, one of the reasons why he was horrible this year with FSU, is the fact that he didn't have his guys. Man, why you so. got to bring why you got to bring Florida State? In? You know, you know, I don't like that guy. It's why, all right, you got to bring it, make it all up in a, in, a, in a couple of minutes. I'm gonna make it all up because I gotta you know uh, heap some praise on FSU. But right. but yeah, no, I think you're right. You got to get your guys in there. I just don't. I don't understand why you would want to clear out everybody and start fresh. Like, like either do that at the very beginning, right? Or, you know, don't don't just try because I feel like they're gonna. What's gonna happen is they're gonna end up in rebuild purgatory for like the next three years. True. I'd rather just do it in one or two years. Right. You know, just True. clear everybody out. I, but, I guess. Yeah. But this is a big. Uh, this is a big pickup. You know. Yeah. I'm I, not a general manager, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not either. I just know. That uh, from a fan's perspective, I think Antonio Brown is a catch, like a very he's still a solid player. He still knows exactly what he's what he's supposed to do. I mean, he does his his job well when he's not when he's not angry or uh, being a diva. So, (laughs) you know, I I like what they're doing. And congratulations to him for for uh, his debt for. Paving his destiny, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Because he, yeah. he, he foreshadowed this. He was like, oh, I, you know, uh, I really want, like, something. He hinted about going to the Raiders. And, oh, really? Yeah, he did. He hinted uh. about going to the Raiders. Um, I, I think it was in a tweet or something that I read it. And, yeah, so. You know what? If, if you have the personality that John Gruden has, then, yes, you should definitely go to the Raiders. Because I think Antonio Brown has that edge. Right, and that, that's what John Gruden wants. He wants guys with edges. So, right, right. Uh, you got a chip on your shoulder. Come to the Raiders. If you were undervalued, um, underestimated, come to the Raiders. So I think that's that's cool, and that fits with the whole Raiders brand. So I, I 
I like what John Gruden's doing. I just wish he would he wouldn't kind of like do do it in such a piecemeal fashion. Yeah. Like he should just clear everybody out. Because I, I honestly don't think he's gonna take um Derek Carr long term. No, not like, at I think all. he wants to get rid of Derek Carr. Yeah. Baker Mayfield That'd be dope. on the Raiders. Ooh. Tom Brady. We're talking about that chip on his shoulder. Yeah, Tom Brady on the Raiders. That. I can see but that. But he ain't leaving. He's, they're not going to let Tom Brady go. Yeah, not, they'll let Bill go before they let Tom exactly. go. <laughs> exactly. But uh, getting into a little bit of the meat of the deals, um, he is, like I said, he has three-year contract. He's going to sign a three-year contract if everything stays the same way it does on Thursday. He is guaranteed thirty-eight. Or he is guaranteed $19.8 million per year in his new deal. So, that's exactly what he wanted. He wanted anywhere from fifteen to seventeen million guaranteed a year, year? Yes. and uh, he's getting a little more than that. So I mean, he Man, should be happy. Hey, I'll say, yeah, he has, he has, he has the money now. He's got to perform. Now he's yes. got to perform. So. Absolutely, and I think he will. I, I, I've never doubted AB's abilities. I'm just not a huge fan of the diva persona, and right. the diva behavior. But right. you know, I've never doubted his abilities. He's, uh, he's great. He deserves the money. He's going to get paid. Oh my goodness, Las Vegas Raiders! What is it? Two years from now? Yeah. Oh my goodness, can't wait for that. That's well, although they did say that uh, they were working on a deal to stay in Oakland, uh, I saw that. What? Yeah, there was a deal that they said that uh, the the um, the team uh, management is trying to stay or trying to stay in Oakland. But last I heard, that that deal was falling through. Well, like they've that, already so. broken ground in Vegas. Yeah. So if you got the stadium in Vegas, I mean, just I just know. make an expansion team, make it thirty-one that's, teams. That's true. You but that'll be kind of difficult to do. Yeah, I think for like for like playoffs. I think they would like to have an even number of teams. Yeah. So they would want to say like, okay, we're gonna have a Vegas team and then maybe a team in Seattle. Well, no, they already have a team in Seattle. I don't well, know. We'll have else. the Montreal Alouettes because I mean we have the <laughs> NBA. The NBA has uh, uh, what is it? The Toronto Raptors. You might as well have a Canadian team in the NFL. That's a great point. Yeah. There should be one or Mexico City since they're always going to Mexico exact, City or London. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, London too. <laughs> That'll be a long oh, flight gosh, though. <laughs> that's a long flight. Can you imagine San Diego having to go to London for their playoff game? Oh my oh, goodness! Oh my goodness! The jet lag would be ridiculous. Yes, without a doubt. But uh, no, this is awesome. I'm glad for Antonio Brown. I'm glad for the Steelers. I think this is going to help the Steelers focus as well. This is a win-win-win all across the board. So yeah, good, good stuff. Very good stuff. And. Um, there's a lot of good stuff going on at F- FSU. At least yes. I like to think so. I think so. <laughs> Even though we haven't won a championship since 2000, or football since 2014. Yeah, but time. before that, it was what, 2000? 2003? Uh, you guys usually yeah. go about a decade yeah, in between a decade, championships. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, so it's all good. I mean, um, Alabama and Clemson have basically dominated for the last oh five years or so. Stand them anymore. Whatever. But this is about baseball. This is a very interesting um, uh, achievement. Congratulations to Mike Martin. He is the head coach of the FSU Seminoles baseball team, and he is the first coach in any NCAA sports sport to reach 2,000 wins. That is absolutely amazing. I just want to express, you know, he's been there for 40 years. He started in 1980. Yeah. The amount of dedication, 
um, stick to that you have to have in order to actually reach that goal, Good reach that word. milestone. Stick to Stick to yeah, yes. when I found out that was a word, I was like, I'm going to use this all the time. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> they literally just put a bunch of words together. I know, um, right? <laughs> but no, it's cool. Um, it's cool what Mike Martin has done. I knew I had a acquaintance, mm-hmm. uh, a guy that played um, basketball, actually, and baseball at my high school, and he signed with FSU. Oh, and nice. He was a pitcher, yeah. Uh, Thorson, I think, is, was his last name. Hmm. So, yeah, he was a pitcher for FSU. FSU has a great program. Every time we you... Do. Every time you look around, you're like, oh, that's an FSU Seminole. And when you look at the majors and where they went to school, the, yeah. the, the players in the majors. Yeah. So, yeah, I, uh, it's a great program that he has down there. He's doing big things. And hopefully um, he can he can win another big one before it's all over. Yeah, hopefully he can win a World Se- a college World Series. I mean, we've got, we, like I said, we won a championship, la- the national championship in baseball last year. So yeah. um, he, he needs that on his resume. I don't know if he I – didn't, I didn't look – to see if he had that on his resume, but um, yeah, as congratulations to my my. Uh, I wish it was my alma mater. I wish I went there, but uh, you know you were I, close enough. Yeah, I, I grew up two 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 hours away from Tallahassee, and so I claimed that 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 school. Um, I wanted to go there play football, but you know that things ha- life happens, and so yeah, it's just one of those things where you know I I, I wish them the best. I continue success at Florida State. And uh, yeah, we can we can do more. We can do better. Just push yeah. push and do better. Yeah, you can absolutely. Yeah, you can absolutely continue to grow and and, and do more. So that's good. That's uh, it's very good. I when I saw that come across, two thousand wins is not easy. No, it's not. Not easy. And he only has seven hundred and fourteen losses. So wow, that's a, that, that's a great that winning ratio. Percentage. Yeah, oh my, that's goodness. a great winning percentage. Go, go, coach, go. And in news, nobody really cares about, but nobody it's, cares it's sports about. adjacent. Yeah, yeah, might as well put it in there. <laughs> um, two powerhouses from different um, markets or industries has, have come together. A-Rod and Jennifer Lopez are officially engaged. We will see if Jennifer Lopez makes this one last. Yeah, whoop <laughs> t freaking do um, Yeah, well, I mean, congratulations. Uh, hopefully, they have a long... And happy nuptial uh, agreement. So yeah, uh, moving on <laughs> to our next segment. What did I miss? What did I miss? What did I miss? So, uh, what did I miss? Uh, I missed quite a lot, but you know, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna highlight some of the some of the the NCAA news. Um, for those of you ha- that are keeping up with it, great. For those of us that aren't like myself because I've been so busy with other things, um, I'm just catching up. Auburn beats Tennessee. As we know, Tennessee, the Tennessee men's basketball team was number one in the country for like six weeks in a row or something like that. They yes, had, they, they, had been, they were. They had been very, very good, uh, but... They faltered to LSU before that whole scandal with LSU that happened, oh and now my and now uh, Wade uh, uh, Will Wade, their their head coach, is now suspended from the last I heard. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, who knows what's that's going to happen? And their point and their, I think their it's a point guard, right? Uh, Javante Smith. I think he they sat him as well. So because he was involved in the scandal, yeah, right? Well, was he was. Him. It was it was about him. I don't think it was involved. In it, I don't know. If, oh, yeah, he was involved, but I don't know if he was 
you know, knowingly. I don't know. Well, we'll get into it. Somebody yeah. was getting paid. Yeah. So that's somebody what got always paid. happens. Yeah, yeah. Somebody got paid. So, anyways, Tennessee uh, got got the you know beaten in the last minutes by LSU, but Auburn now has knocked off the uh, fifth seed Tennessee men's basketball team, eighty four to eighty, knocking them out of a top seed in the tourney. So. Uh, now, you know, wow. it's kind of a disappointing loss, but, you know, those guys are still good. They can bounce back. I don't care where you are. I mean, if you're at the top seed, you st- <laughs> there's more pressure on the top seed than there is anywhere else. So Yeah, and it's not like you're playing at home. Exactly. So it's like, exactly. Eh, you know. So, I mean, they might travel to uh, Illinois to play uh, somebody, like somebody out west, like Oregon. I don't know. Yeah, Something. whatever the region is, yeah. Yeah, so – yeah, um, so you know it's, it's kind of a big upset that they that they they got, but more upsets coming. Uh, Michigan State beats Michigan seventy five to sixty three. Then see that coming. Michigan is number seven in the, in the country. Those guys are ballers. They are they are super super ballers. Um, yes, but uh, they they faltered. I mean that's just a Michigan bunch was of, doing really good at the beginning of that game, uh, but yeah. something. I mean Michigan State was at home. I, I just have a hard time betting against Tom Izzo, Michigan State's he, coach. Is exactly. A oh my goodness, he, he's he, he's been there. He's been there before. Um, Georgetown beats Marquette, two storied basketball schools, mm-hmm. um, by two points. Patrick Ewing, eighty-one. Yeah, eighty-six to eighty-four. Yeah. Seton Hall beats defending champions uh, uh, Villanova, seventy-nine to seventy-five. That was uh, a little confusing because Seton Hall isn't really that great. Um, well, let's let's look here at the ranking. They're yes. not even they're not even ranked. Yeah, they're Seton not Hall's ranked. not ranked. Yeah, uh, Villanova. I forget what they're ranked. I think they were ranked in the teens. Uh, Villanova is actually number yeah twenty three. Yeah, twenty three. So AP has them as twenty three. Yeah, and then. Uh, of course, the big the big game of the night, or the big ge- the capper, I guess you could say, which wasn't a capper because it started earlier, but yep. it's fine. Yep. Um, UNC and Duke played for the second time. I know those tickets were not ten thousand dollars because Zion <laughs> wasn't playing. Yes, so there was no Zion, so exactly. no need to check up the price. Exactly. So uh, UNC beats Zionless. Duke at home, seventy nine to seventy. So wasn't an upset because you know Duke is nothing without Zion. So yeah, do know. we have any update? Uh, any injury news on Zion? I didn't. I didn't go into. I didn't research in that. Um, I all right. So yeah, no. I yeah. I just think that Duke is going to. Um, they're going to need Zion to make any moves inside of the tournament. Without Zion, I don't think they get past the first round. I honestly, honestly. I honestly think if even if he's healthy, I don't think he's playing because I think I think they got into his head. I think some 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 agents got into his head. You know what? Just just sit it out. Just don't get injured. Get into get to the, uh, the NBA. <laughs> get to the NBA draft healthy so you can play next year. I mean, that's what I would do. Honestly, I, I honestly would. I mean, I'm not, I'm not wasting my time, my, my body, none of that, because they want, uh, uh, you know, they're going to make money off me. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I think it all depends. You know, he's an 18-year-old kid. He believes in the team. I'm sure he has friends on the team, so he doesn't want to just let li- him leave down. him out. Yeah, yeah, let him down. Yeah. Just let him out, leave him yeah. out to dry. So, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I, it's, to me, it's weird that your shoe blew out. Yeah, like that's huge. Like I, 
I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I think that there may be a little fear on his part. Um, well, I mean, he's, I guess, so. like I said, he's going to sign with Adidas or Reebok. <laughs> he's not signing with Nike. Under Armour, right? Yeah, exactly. Under Armour's like, yes, not, we not, have Steph Curry. <laughs> You're not signing with Nike. We're not going to blow your shoe out. Yes. Just let you know. We got you on this end. We're going we gonna, to we gonna put double double glue on soul so that you you, you good. Yes, it's crazy, exactly. man. It's crazy. No, I, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't know why he would come back. I agree with you there. But at the same time, if he's available, I think he's going to want to play. Yeah. I mean, he had he's um, a, baller. a non-contact uh, practice Saturday morning. Um, his full contact practice will come. Uh, will start on Monday tomorrow. Okay, so, so I mean they're preparing him to play. Yeah, they're um, preparing him. I think they really good. want him for the uh, the tournament push. Well, I mean he's he is Duke, <laughs> believe it or not, he is Duke. So anything they do, like I mean they they lost by three points mm-hmm. or nine points to to UNC. I think if they had him the second time, yes. it would have been a different story. Yes, um, absolutely, but. I don't know. Uh, Zion is Zion. He's he's gonna he's he's got to make that decision uh, with his family. You know, I'm sure he has an agent that he's on the sly talking to. <laughs> I mean, Probably it's not, it's not it's not official because you can't have an agent yet. But yeah. on the sly, he the agent's put in his ear. You know, don't don't take Just it easy. Take your time. Take it easy. I mean, you don't, don't rush do back. Much. You know, yeah. whatever. No, I can I can understand that. There's a. Um I forgot the name of the Rock's character on Ballers, but there's somebody like that in his corner trying to figure it all out, trying to let him know what's going on. Just yes. wait for those millions. Yes. Wait for those millions. All right. Well, with that, we'll head into the headline news of the week. Daily Headline. Okay, what is going on in the NBA? The Warriors, Thunder, Trailblazers are all in a slump. The Rockets, Celtics, Sixers are getting hot just at the right time. As we're getting closer to the playoffs, who is established at this point? At least, who do you think has the best chance of making a a deep playoff run? To me, um, I think the Rockets, even though they have faltered last year in the playoffs, like faltered like uh Harden didn't show up in any games uh Chris Paul got hurt mm-hmm. and they don't even they don't have Trevor Risa they don't have a couple of other key players to fall back on although they did get uh, uh Farine uh Farid, um Farid and Austin Rivers yeah and Austin Rivers so those are two key pickups James Harden is hurt uh, did you did you bet I you? didn't hear that well he's not he's not talking out. about the shoulder no, his wrist. He messed up his wrist. Really? Yes. I did not hear that. Huh. So it should be okay. It should be fine. But um, Shooting wrist? Oh, man. I think it was the right. So, so non- no, non-shooting. it is non-shooting wrist. Okay. Yeah, that's. I did not hear that. But uh, the Rockets uh, are looking good. I think they can make a push to the playoffs. I don't think they're, gonna, they're going to you know, do anything. I don't trust them in the playoffs. I really don't. Because I don't, I don't see... The past two years that the Rockets have been in the playoffs, uh, James Harden hasn't shown me anything, not one, not one thing. So uh, <laughs> I don't. I'm not really. I'm not really. You know, 
they have to win it as a team. Exactly. If James needs to be the guy, but they have to win it as a team. So you have to have P.J. Tucker hitting threes. Gerald Green is a great man. I, I still can't believe that Gerald Green was not playing last year until they picked him up. Right. Uh, Fareed, obviously, huge pickup for them. Uh, Clint Capella is back. Yes, he made his that's going to be good. That's going to be a very, so, yeah. yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why they, they were sliding and James had to score 30-plus points a game because yeah. Clint Capella wasn't there. Uh, P.J. Tucker hasn't really been hitting that many threes. So we will see. I think the Rockets, like you said, they're getting hot at the right time, and uh, they're, it's going to be a big deal. It's going to yeah. be a very big deal. Yeah, or same thing with the Sixers. Uh, not the, oh, they have the Sixers. We'll, we'll talk about the Sixers. The Sixers are putting it together at the right time as well, although they don't have Joel Embiid. He's still injured, which is a positive note because, you know, Tobias Harris – the that that is the that is the offseason that is the no that is the trade move of the year in my opinion when they picked yes. up Tobias Harris that I like, agree with that oh my goodness I mean even better than uh, Fareed to the Rockets Tobias Harris is is yeah I, I don't know how to describe it. he's just <laughs> he just takes that team to another level but uh, so now what's weird for me is I'm wondering do they have too much talent because you got Jimmy Butler who clearly wants the ball. And then you got Tobias Harris. And when Joel Embiid, he's not even playing right now. When Joel Embiid comes back, he wants the ball. So I I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of talent on that team, and um, hopefully they'll make it all work. But Tobias Harris, you're right. GM move of the year. I would say that move is huge. I would say the uh, Raptors getting Paul – not Paul. What's the other Gasol brother? Uh, Mark. Mark. Mark the Ra- yeah, yeah, the Raptors getting Marcus All, and then the Rockets uh, picking up Fareed and yeah. Austin Rivers. Yeah. So those three GMs are in the running for GM of the of year. Of the year. Easily. Oh, my goodness. Great moves. Great, great markets. Uh, you know, I just it's, – it's incredible. It's incredible. Um, the Celtics, though, the Celtics are a little dysfunctional. They're getting hot, but it doesn't look – it doesn't look good. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, yeah. it just doesn't look right. They don't look right. I mean, Gordon Hayward has n- has not been himself the whole season. Like he's not played the way he should be playing, uh, or he's capable of playing the whole season. Um, you know, Kyrie, he's doing he's doing Kyrie things, but I don't think the fit is there for him. And he was injured again. He yeah. was out for like a game or two. So I I just I don't I don't know I don't know what. What needs to happen with Kyrie in, in that situation? Um, the rest of J- uh, Jason Tatum has cooled off massively from last year. Like I, he's disappeared in some games. Like uh, against the the Lakers last night, he only had six points. I believe it was, it was the only thing he had last last night. So I think it's, it's just, the Kyrie effect, though. I don't. You think I don't so? think, yeah, I don't think it's Jason Tatum. I don't think it's. Um, Jalen Brown, I think it's the Kyrie effect. I think when Kyrie, he scored 30 points last night. He did. So when you have a guy like that come back, and then also the Gordon Hayward effect, um, yeah. because he came back as well, and he's getting so touches. They, yeah, they started trying to share the ball a little bit more. and you So know. much talent. Yeah. So much talent. And yeah. I, I don't know how you – that's where Brad Stevens needs to figure it out. Yeah. Like either you have to say – all right, we got to trade somebody, or you need to get them to buy in, which I don't think Kyrie is buying in right now. But they got to buy into a Warriors or Rockets mentality, right? I where don't, you share the or sorry, uh, Spurs, San Antonio Spurs mentality, right? I, I just don't, 
I just don't think that Brad Stevens is that type of person. He, he's not a fiery guy. He's not a guy that will that will you know inspire. To me, from what I see on the sideline, doesn't look like a guy that will inspire you know his teammates to do. You know, he's not fiery. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's done, he's he doesn't a, have that a level. Yeah, he's a level-headed coach. Yeah, he's so not a Popovich. He's not a Steve Kerr. He's not a Phil Jackson. Exactly. Although Phil Jackson was oddly the Zen master, but yes. <laughs> totally would lose his cool occasionally. <laughs> I just it's just one of those things where I don't think I don't think he will he will you know he's not a guy that will rally the troops together to buy into things like either you buy in or you're out like yeah. you know. It, yeah. And that's and that's where the dysfunction I feel like is coming from because you have teams that you have players that are you know we talk about Antonio Brown yeah if 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 Antonio Brown would say on the Celtics I think it'll be a, a terrible fit I think it'll be you know we're crossing sports but like yeah. as far as sports mentality like you wouldn't I see you, what you're you know saying. what I'm saying I see like what you're it, saying. It, yeah. it'll be it'll be a tough time to get anything going with that team if he yes. had those kind of hotheads on the team so. I don't know. It's just you got to have a coach that you know. Eric Spolster is a, a, a model at that. I think one of the best guys to do it because he he handles so many egos, so much talent. Back when uh, LeBron and 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 Wade and all that were on the team. Yeah, so, but it's also about who who has your back, right? True. <laughs> Pat, Pat, <laughs> Pat, Pat Riley. Riley would be like, you better listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's true. When you got the uh, the Don up there being like, yeah, no, 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 you listen to, to who I tell out. you to listen to. Are you out? I'll take you out. Yeah, exactly. Cementing those Jordans. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, oh, you know, the, the, we've talked about the two, the three hottest teams that we think are are on there. The Warriors are looking at a little bit dysfunctional, um, you know, with with their, I guess, their play. I mean, St- Steve Kerr, after a bad loss, I forget who they who they lost. It was a couple. It was a couple. It was a couple of days ago. Um, I think it was the Celtics. I think it was the bad loss to the Celtics, the same Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, and Steve Kerr came out and saying that he didn't feel the, the fire or the anger uh, in the team, that the way they played. And so he was kind of upset that that was happening. Uh, and then you have one of your biggest stars, the, the, the mega stars, one of the probably, you know, arguably the second best player in the league in KD coming mm-hmm. out and saying, you know, he totally disagrees with that with that comment and says that we need to play with joy. Um, <laughs> joy I, at this what point. Is of the, joy I, it's like at this point in the season, you don't need to be playing with joy. You need to be playing with intensity. Like you're trying to get to the playoffs. Uh, uh, there's no there's no joy at this point. It's a it's a push to the finish. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'd kind of disagree with with uh, Kyrie, uh, uh, Kevin Durant, but at the same time, you got to have that that car, that that oneness in the in the in the um in the, in the locker, locker room, room. So. yeah there's you need some unity there you yeah. need some unity although it hasn't been pretty for the warriors there's been a lot of ups and downs in that, that locker room over the years so you know we'll, we'll see what happens we'll right. see if they can get it together obviously they've got to be one of the favorites with all the talent they have clay thompson is now back from injury it just it's all about the hotheads right it's about right. the it's about the Draymond Greens, the uh, gosh, what's the center's name? Demarcus Cousins, Demarcus Cousins, yeah. And then can Steve Kerr get everybody together, and can can Clay and Steph try to keep everybody together as well? And right. I guess the the adult in the room, as he's as he's called, uh, Andre Iguodala, is supposed <laughs> to be like the peacemaker, thirty six year old. Yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be the peacemaker of um, of the the team. It's funny they had a, a tweet 
I think it was like a couple of games ago, Andre Iguodala came in with some khakis and a sweater and a Whole Foods bag, and they were like, uh, this is considered dad swag. <laughs> like, ah, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. He's definitely the adult in the, in the yes, room. Yes, so. that's, that's awesome. That's amazing. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Good times. Yeah, I think the Warriors are coming back. They did beat the Nuggets, so they're strengthening their bid for the number one seed in the West, which would give them home um, court, court advantage all the yeah. way through, which is yeah. I think is going to be a big deal for them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. we'll see what happens with the Warriors. Now let's talk about the Lakers. Yeah, those Lakers. Those I know Lakers. I know we've 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 harped on them a little bit. Um, I, you know, I I kind of I kind of felt that like the Lakers had a little something going. They could have they could have put it together if they would just come together as a team. But mm, LeBron, that was a bad that was a bad decision to go to the Lakers. Honestly, stay, you should have stayed in the East. Could have won. Easily three or four more titles, maybe. You went to, uh, you know, I don't know the the Atlanta Magic, or you know the my team, uh, my team. the the uh, the, the uh, Charlotte Hornets, or yeah, anybody Jordan. in the yeah. East. Anybody in the East, you would have. I mean, join the Milwaukee Bucks. Like you would have definitely oh, won. Yes, but no, you went to the West because you wanted a bigger market. I mean, I respect him. I respect him a lot for that. Yes. Like, yeah, it's a I, real challenge. Exactly. I re, I respect somebody that's gonna go out of their comfort zone. Okay. Look, I know I've 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 uh, I've done all I can here. I don't want to just be comfortable here in Cleveland. I'm gonna go over to um, the West and try to figure it out. I mean, I, I would even be I would have even been happy if he went to the Warriors. Go to the Warriors and yeah. win you a couple championships. I mean, yep. I don't care. Just I'm, I respect the move, but he's not going to win nothing there. There's, there's. I mean, unless they do a massive, massive uh, trade or they get Zion Williamson or somebody, it's not going. It's, he's not going to win another championship. Period. Yeah. So I, I've got to capitulate to you because y- you called this from the very beginning. You were like, "Ah, oh, the Lakers can't do anything." Right. They, they um, even with LeBron on the team, they may not even make the playoffs. I was like. They're definitely going to make the playoffs, and they probably would be in the number four seed. So I was completely wrong. I uh, I I just don't know what to say. Yeah. I mean, obviously LeBron missing twenty games that wasn't a part of the plan. But um, even so, I thought that they could get the eighth seed. Right. And they're not even. I mean, they they don't have a chance anymore. They right. Just don't have a chance. The Clippers are better, and the the Sacramento Kings are better. Right. So I I don't know I. They're they're saying that LeBron might have limited minutes for the rest of the year, which I think is a good thing. I think they need to sit him. Honestly, I think you just need to sit him. It's it's <laughs> it's a point now. It's a, to a point where he's what thirty three years old, thirty four. I mean, he's, he's yeah, he's about thirty four. He plays seventy to eighty games a, a season. There's only like one season he's played less than that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, save. Uh, arguably the best player on the planet save save his save his body <laughs> you know he he's he puts he puts uh uh butts in seats he sells tickets he does all this stuff just just uh just sit him for the rest of the season get a superstar uh try to pull off a major trade at the end of the season with uh i don't know paul george uh anthony anthony davis i mean he's what he's got one Kawhi, his contract. Kawhi. Anthony Davis has one year, yeah. He's going one more year on his contract for mm-hmm. next year. Yep. And then he'll be a free agent. Yeah. So try to get Clay Ka- Thompson. Clay Thompson, Kawhi, uh, Kawhi Leonard, Leonard. Kyrie. 
Any, uh, just there was anybody. a big embrace between LeBron and Kyrie last night. Yeah, when I, they played I each saw, other. I saw so. the highlights of that. I was like, that that's gonna happen. I mean, there are, <laughs> there are rumors that that Kyrie was was thinking about going to um, New New York, but I don't think those rumors are true. I, I don't think Kyrie wants to be another uh, 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 leader uh, on the team where he has to lead the team to, you know. Yeah, I think Kyrie wanted that, right? That's he why he wanted went to it, but now he does. He sees yeah. what LeBron had to go through. Yes, and he doesn't want any part of that. Exactly. Which I respect that. I mean, if you want to, if learn your learn your lane. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's how learn, I feel. Learn what you're good at, what you like, what doesn't stress you out, and allows you to perform at a high level. Exactly. And, and Kyrie is the number two. He, he's a number two guy. He doesn't want to be the main guy, which I totally respect. You know, uh, so so do what you, what you can do to win championships, to be a legacy. So yeah, absolutely good for him. Absolutely, no, it's it's good. I'm glad that um, Kyrie and LeBron are back. You know, um, on I guess speaking terms, you can call it. I mean, they, I think they were always on speaking terms, yeah. but there was always some animosity. But yeah. Kyrie's like, oh, okay, this is what it's like to be the number one guy, right? And he he's like, I don't I don't know, I don't know about that. So yeah, we'll see what happens with the Lakers. But uh, Brandon Ingram is shutting it down. Lonzo Ball is not coming back because he still has that ankle sprain injury. Right. So yeah, I think Kuzma got hurt a little bit. So yeah, he's he's Lakers are done. Yeah, Lakers are done. I don't know. I don't know what Kuzma's injury was. I want to say was, Kuzma's was a either an arm or leg. Because hmm. I know, yeah, like I say like you said, Brandon Ingram is, is done for the season. Ball is done for the season. Um, Josh Hart is still playing, but <laughs> Josh like Hart has not one. been. Yeah, he's not been pretty much. He's not been um, visible the whole year. So Kuzma has a sprained right ankle. Oh, so kind of is it a grade three like uh, like Lonzo? Did no, no, no. They're saying he's he. Excuse me, he may only be out for a week or so. Oh, okay, so so it's, it's, not it's bad. okay, not yeah. bad. But um, I, again, what, what's the point? They can't make the playoffs because apparently, well, they only have a month left, which is what uh, maybe fifteen games, maybe. Yeah, they're at sixty six games right now, so that left. is six to sixteen games. Yeah, and yeah. they're behind. They would need to win. At least eight more games and to have be help. tied. Yeah, and, and have a lot of help. The Clippers and the Kings. Um, Kings, the Kings would have to lose a lot of games. Right, exactly. So, and yeah, I don't so see that happening. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be a long shot for them. I think LeBron wants to get to forty wins, which is doable. They need ten more wins for forty wins. I called forty wins, but I thought forty wins would get them into the playoffs. Into the playoffs. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, yeah. In the West, it would have. I mean, the East, it would have. In the West, no. Yeah, that's true. You need like forty-eight wins to get into the playoffs. I mean, you like. have yeah, you have a you have a sub sub five hundred. You have a couple sub five hundred teams in the playoffs in the East. So, yes, you know, well in the playoffs. Yeah, so uh, I think there was one sub five hundred in the, in the eighth spot in the East. Uh yeah, Miami is the only sub five hundred team with yeah. a 31, 34 record. Yeah, so but my Orlando Magic are right behind them. <laughs> Let's go, Magic. What's the, what's the, uh, the I guess what's the Nets? What are their what are they? Uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, they're number seven. They're number seven at uh, just over five hundred fifty one point five percent. Okay, okay, not bad, not bad. But. Yeah, and San Antonio is uh, actually excuse me the the Kings are basically a little over five hundred at thirty three and thirty two in the West. Yeah. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I, I actually. 
Whoa, what is going on here? My standings were all wrong. The Kings are number nine looking in on the West. Yeah. And the Timberwolves are now ahead of the Lakers um, at number 10. That's right, because the Timberwolves did win last night against yeah. the, um, who did they play last night? Was it the the, the, the Clippers? Yeah, I think it was the Clippers. They beat a good team. I, I was surprised the, that they yeah, beat them. Yeah, I think them. they beat the Clippers. The Wizards, actually. Oh, the Wizards. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah. they should have beat the Wizards. <laughs> yeah. Wallace Wizards. Yeah, you better beat them. Yeah, these Wizards are... Uh, anyways, <laughs> those are not my Wizards. <laughs> Mine either. <laughs> KD's Wizards, but he should have gone there. You know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, it's exactly. Fine. Exactly. Yeah. It's all on KD. Blame <laughs> it on KD. <laughs> all right, so moving on. Uh, LSU's coach uh, Will Wade is still being investigated uh, uh, by the by the FBI. Uh, rumors now are not rumors. Uh, reports are that he is suspended um, because of this incident. He is, there was wiretap wiretapped conversations between him and a businessman. Um, I forget the businessman's name uh, about guard about the now guard Javante. Smart, or yeah, Javante Smart, the the point guard, uh, about uh, trying to get him as a highly recruit, as a highly recruited uh, person to come to LSU. So, yeah, we've t- we've t- I think we touched on this last week, did we? I'm not sure if we did. No, I don't think we talked we about this. About this um, I want to say this news broke after the podcast last week. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I just it's just one of those things. It this this happened. A little after um, LSU pulled out the, uh, a a ginormous win against uh, Tennessee, number one, then ranked number one Tennessee, um, and yeah, it a lot of these scandals you're getting nowadays in the NCAA. I mean, everybody's getting yeah. paid, everybody's getting benefits, but the actual uh, uh, players that are on the well, I mean, I can't say that because players are getting some kind of benefit. They're getting free. They're getting free education, free education, and all that. But at the same time, yeah, you know, there's a lot of pressure that goes into it, and a lot of money that goes around in the NCAA. I mean, I would argue that the NCAA may have more money than pro sports at some at some some levels. Um, I would I would say that in, in some ways, yeah, yes, in some levels, preferential treatment, right. on Some of the the revenue that they make, right? But um, no, I. It's not a billion. It's not, I don't say it's a billion, billion upon billion dollar industry. Yeah, it's but, not. It's not growing as fast as the pro sports, but it is growing just as fast. Right. Uh, right. But you know, like there's just so many rules around betting and paying people and stuff like that. So I, I don't know. I I think. I think this is horrible. So the businessman that he was talking to is a basketball middleman, whatever right. that means, um, named Christian Dawkins. Right. And so yeah, the the conversation is very clear. It's um. They wanted a strong offer for, uh, you know, his parents. It right. Looks like there is something, uh, something complicated going on between whether or not Javante Smart was going to commit to LSU, and um, they were looking to sweeten the deal somehow, some way. Right. And you know, you're not supposed to pay players. You're not supposed to pay parents. You're not supposed to do any of that stuff. Any of that so, stuff. I mean, as we learned from. Uh from uh, the Todd Gurley incident when he when he was trying to sell uh, what was it jerseys or mm-hmm. or somebody from his camp was trying to sell jerseys or something yeah and he got caught by the NCAA. I mean, honestly, yeah. a little money on the side ain't gonna hurt these players. 
taking care of their family but and I mean, hurt it's these not, players. It's not little money we're talking about, right? It's but not, it's not NCAA money either. Like this is this is this is a businessman and a coach trying to come together. So the businessman is trying to sponsor the the this whole this whole thing happening. Uh, and I don't know how the how, yeah. the, how the you know the the structure of this works, mm-hmm. but honest, I don't think the money's coming from the NCAA. So the NCAA shouldn't be you know a part of it at all, in my opinion. Like if someone if you're talking if, about LSU, like LSU is not paying right for it. It's not coming. It's not coming out of the institution. It's not coming out from of the of the NCAA as well either. So what I'm saying is yeah, but if boosters are associated with the school. That, that's the whole weird but thing. But I don't about think boosters. he was associated with the. I don't think he was a booster, though. It was just a businessman. From what I read. I don't yeah, know. but the payment wasn't coming from the businessman. As far as I know, the payment was. The businessman was negotiating the deal between Will Wade and Javante Smart's parents. Okay. So that, that's what I read. I don't know. Um, I, I must have understood exactly. something different. Yeah. So basically, what usually happens is. It's like with Cam Newton, right? And what happened with his dad. Mm. Um, you know, I could go to this school. I could go to that school. I have my choice of schools. What can you do for me that right. makes me choose your school? Right. So that that's the, kind of the issue with the whole businessman in the middle. Right. And usually what happens is Will Wade unofficially will get a booster to say, okay, yeah, here's $100,000 for him to come to the school. Because most of the boosters are millionaires. Right. So and that's what, what was happening in Miami in the 80s, right? Yeah, I guess so. I, so, I guess yeah. I, I can see I can see that you, what you're saying. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just all foul the way around all the way around that how it goes. I mean, these guys are, are putting their lives on the line, basically. Uh, uh, you know, careers, you know, everything on the line, and and you know they can't. They're, they're trying to take care of their families at the end of the day. A lot of these players are coming from poor. Uh, 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 urban areas where they're not getting the, the the help or the treatment that they need. I don't. I don't know. It's just. It just seems weird to me, and I. I. I don't know. I. No. It's a. It's a messy situation because what's going to happen is you want the best for the student. You say, "Come to my school. I'm going to coach you. We're going to compete for championships. You're going to get a, a a great education, and so on and so forth." But then you have the the idea that they're on a stage and the the corporation at the NCAA in this in this instance mm. is making billions of dollars and then the parents are living paycheck to paycheck or right. or worse. Right. And so it I don't know. I think you're always going to have issues with the 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 money getting in there somehow. And right. when you have these boosters that just give money like crazy, The Rock donated 2 million dollars to Miami football. Wow. You know like yeah. For new for helps with new um, uh, facilities and stuff like that. Right. But who knows exactly where that two million two million dollars went? Some pockets. Exactly. They lined some people's pockets. Some yeah. some boosters. Uh, well, I can't. Allegedly, allegedly. 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 Not gonna say that it it, it did, but you know that the like Ballers has said. I mean, the NCAA is so corrupt. We all know this. I mean, everybody that that follows the sport follows college sports in general knows that you know the NCAA has been corrupt for a little while um but at the end of the day hopefully they figure this out uh make sure Javon Javante uh uh Smith isn't held liable for any of this because he's just you know it's a bunch of bunch of rich people trying to figure out how to get richer at the end of the day well it 
It sounds like he, he may be involved, but we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll do more research and get to the bottom of it. <laughs> Investigative journal- journalism, you know how it goes. And, I guess. Because <laughs> he's suspended, right? No, I, I think they just sat him for now from what I saw. I mean, I don't think he's suspended yet. Well, Will Wade is suspended, the, the head coach. Yes, but Javante Smart. I, I, I don't think he's suspended yet. Okay, okay. Uh, from last I, last I, I, I read, he's, he's not suspended yet. They just sat him. I think he's... Okay, gotcha. You know. That makes sense. But moving on, um, who will win the sweepstakes for Kyler Murray? Uh, you know, there are teams associated with with Kyler Murray and and his draft his draft stock. Even though he did not have the greatest uh, combine um, uh, performance, I mean, he doesn't have to. I mean, look what he did in national or the second game towards the national championship to Alabama. Like he just, he, 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 um, he, he single-handedly almost beat them. Honestly, let's just be real about that. Alabama, Alabama. He almost single-handedly beat. I mean, he brought them back. I mean, look at it. I mean, (laughs) Alabama was up what? 27 to, to, uh, to zero in the first, in the first quarter or 28 to zero. And then they they came back and, and what was the final score to that game? Um, I think it was like 30, 40 something to 30 30 something. Yeah, 40 it's like 40 48 or 42 to 34 something like that. Uh Kyler Murray had over 400 plus I think 500 plus yards combined rushing and passing. Um 45 to 34. Yeah. Alabama. Like that if like we kept we kept harping on if if the defense would have stopped Alabama at least twice in the first half, I think uh Oklahoma would have would have won that game, honestly. Just me, just me, just me. You know, don't 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 shoot the messenger. I'm just saying, that's just me. Um, you know, yeah. fake news. Anyways, uh, yeah. So he is slated to go to three top three two to uh, three top teams. Which I don't know why the Jets are are uh, um, in here because they have their quarterback for the future in uh, Sam Darnold. So I'll take them off. So top two teams, in my opinion, and the top two teams that I think. There that are in the sweepstakes are the Raiders, which made a, a nice long term deal with AD. We just talked about that. AB, we just talked about that. Mm-hmm. And the Pats are also uh, in the running for that because, you know, Tom Brady's not going to be around forever. <laughs> Tom Brady's probably on his way out in, yes. the next, in the next two, three years. So, although if it's up to him, he's just going to keep playing. Exactly. Playing until 50, until 60, breaks. 70, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, that paleo diet. Whatever he's on, whatever he's on, I know he just drinks a lot of water. That's all, that's all I know. Um, but yeah, I just, Kyler Murray. I don't. I think they're putting everybody's eggs. Uh, they're putting too many eggs on that basket. Uh, I think Kyler Murray is going to be a great player, but I, I feel like he's going to be kind of the a um, what's his name RG three. Of his of this generation, yeah, he's a little undersized, and so a I worry. Under, yeah, a bit undersized. He's yeah. what five eleven, five nine. Uh, I think he's five ten, five ten, five ten. I'll probably a, a buck eighty soaking wet. Um, you know, he's 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 he runs a pretty good. He's pretty fast. He's he's not as accurate as I would I would like him to be. Um, but he's he's a he's a he's like Baker Mayfield. He's a playmaker. I mean, yeah, they, or Johnny Manziel. I mean, the comparisons are all over the place. Like, yeah. yeah, there's Baker. You see Baker in him. 
You see a little Johnny Manziel in him. You see some RG three. He definitely makes plays with his feet. Yes, but I also think he's a he's a decent passer. I would say he's a better passer than RG three was. Oh, I, I so. can agree with that. I can agree with that. So. Um, he's a better passer on the run than any of those quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baker Mayfield is a bit inaccurate. I mean, he's just. <laughs> He's just that he's got that Baker swag. That's all. That's all there is to it. Yeah. And so he he can fire up a lot of a lot of people around. I don't think Kyler is that type of player emotionally. He's not that type of a. Yeah, he's not a, that fiery you know, leader. Yeah, he's not exactly. a Tom Brady. He's more. Um, oh gosh, who am I thinking of? He's he's more uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, he's more Russell yeah, Wilson. Yeah, kinda, and he's a baseball guy like Russell. Kinda, Wilson. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he did he did pull out of the uh, the Oakland A's. Uh, you know, <laughs> contract. contract signing, yeah. which is cool. I mean, we 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 appreciate that <laughs> a lot. But um, yeah, I still wanted the- him to play two sports in New York, but that was just me. Like Dion, like old Dion Sanders. Yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, the, I just think uh, at the end of the day, Kyler Murray is the is the quarterback prize of the of the draft this year. And um, you know, we'll. I mean, even though Trace McSorley is in this in this year's draft, which I still think that the Giants should take Trace McSorley because Trace and Saquon Barkley on the same team. Oh, we're done here. You think so? Yes, we are done here. Well, a lot of people have Dwayne Haskins of Ohio State up there for QBs as well. I don't think Dwayne Haskins is that good. Man, I'm this, just be honest with you. this mock draft that I'm looking at right now has Kyler Murray at 21. Going to? Going to... Does it have, does uh, have, uh, it doesn't, doesn't have, have any... The, it's just um, um, the actual school. Yeah, um, going to the Raiders actually. Yeah, I, I think I think the Raiders, I think the Raiders is a safe a safe bet that he's going to go to. Um, what does that mean for Derek Carr? He's on his way out. They're phasing him out. You know, I mean, I don't know how many how many years are left on his contract, um, but as we saw last year, they were, John Gruden and 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 Derek Carr were not speaking. Like they had very little communication in games. Yeah. Um, yeah. They they've they've you know there's been noted animosity in the in the locker room between those two. So at the end of the day, Derek Carr sees the writing on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Derek Carr is not a bad quarterback. He's just been riddled with injuries, um, and yeah, it's just not the system that he's going to be able to fit in anymore so yeah i don't i don't know about Derek carr and also they're saying that kyler murray may end up in arizona i think arizona is a great fit for him yes um yes but uh, and the raiders would be a good fit as well so i i'm interested to see uh qb's on the board dwayne haskins um and um like you said mcsorley yeah trace mcsorley so. I, i'm very high on that guy even though he's 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 not he's not the greatest quarterback. He's very, uh, also undersized. I mean, what is it with these undersized quarterbacks? It's crazy. Yeah, I don't um, know. I don't know about that. But he's undersized, but he is he is also a playmaker. And what he did at Penn State, man, I mean, with, with Saquon, it's, I can't deny it. I can't. Yeah, you can't. Absolutely. They were, they were a great uh, duo back there for Penn State, so – that would be cool to see them in New York. Actually, get New York to be relevant. I know that hurts you, but I think the NFC East is better when uh, all of their teams right. are. I relevant. mean, it, it, as long as the Cowboys don't win, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't have any problems with the with the New York Giants, New York Football Giants. Yes, or the um, or the Redskins. The Redskins are, you know, the, as long as they have Jay Gruden as a coach, they're not doing anything. So I'm not worried about that. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right, let's look at some free agent moves in the NFL um, before the draft occurs. Um, oh, my goodness. It, it opens up the 13th. We said the 13th um, is Thursday. when trade uh, trades are possible and right. signings are official. Right. But there has been some news already released. Um, so we'll kind of get into what we see so far. Yeah. Um, basically, we have some some uh, franchise tag players. Uh Marcus Lawrence from the Cowboys. He's, he's been franchise tagged uh, at $20.5 million since we know the franchise tag has gone up this year yes. because of the, the, the NFL cap or whatever. Javon uh, 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 Clowney, I can't even say his first name. <laughs> Jadavion Clowney, yes. Yeah. Uh, has been franchise tagged for $15 million. Um, free agents. That are still in the works. Uh, Trey Flowers from the Patriots. Earl Thomas from the Seattle Seahawks. Grady Jarrett uh, from the Falcons. He's been franchise tagged. Um, Frank Frank Clark. They're working out a deal in Seattle to keep him, but he is franchise tagged right now. Uh, D. Ford, the the guy that that lost it all for them in the 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 playoffs. Going, or I guess it was the last game of the season, or last. It was the what is it the not the AFC Championship? Yeah, right? it was the AFC Championship game mm-hmm. uh, when he jumped offsides. Uh, well, yep. they said he jumped. Oh, he lined up offsides, which yes. I disagreed. Uh, I, I looked <laughs> at the footage, uh, but whatever. He is franchise tagged at fifteen point four million dollars. Um, yeah, uh, Jordan Hicks. He's he's he is leaving the Eagles. He is a free agent. Uh, a lot of these deals, Nick Foles, he is there is slated to go to Jacksonville. There's rumors that they're in talks. Um, there is no, there's no structured deal yet. But since we didn't fr- uh, tender him and didn't then lock him down to twenty twenty million dollars because we didn't get, we don't have that money. Yeah. Although yeah. Harry Roseman again for GM of the year for making the moves that we making right now. Yeah. Um, you know, re- restructuring so many deals. And I, I kind of looked at kind of what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they had an article about it. Uh, basically, what he's doing, he's backloading all these these contracts. So basically, bas- basically what he's doing is he is. How can I put this? How did how did the article put this? He is taking money from. He's he is he's basically opening up a new credit card uh-huh. and then putting the old. Uh, the old uh, uh, debt from other credit cards on that credit card. Uh, balance transfer. Yeah, so he's okay. putting that, he's putting that on that credit card, and then he's just keeping on doing that, and hopefully at some point they just drop off, <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't have to pay any of them at the end of the day, which uh, is a little risky because you know at some point these all these all this balance is going to become due at some point. At some point, you yes, know what I'm saying. But point. for right now, it's working out well. So I, you know, I don't know, but at the end of the day, you know. Well, I mean, I like, I truly like that method of doing it. Like, I think there should be guaranteed money up front, obviously, but you should say, okay, we're going to pay you towards the end of your career. And then also have that option in there where you could actually say, I want to renegotiate or you can go find another team that will give you that money. Right. So I, I don't, it's not great for the player, but I don't think it's a bad way of doing um, business if you're a GM. True, true. Like I, I just, I, I, I just hope it pays off because you know we 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 now cleared up 
uh, $20 million in salary cap uh, of money, yes. which we were over the salary cap just last week. So he's, he's <laughs> making moves. He's making moves. It's called uh, Creative Accounting 101. It's true. I with mean, Howie just, Ro- Rosman. You, yeah, Howie Rosman. Rosman it's it's, yeah. it's going to catch up at some point, though. Yeah. Um, a, lo- a couple of other quick ones, quick big uh, uh, free agents this year. C.J. Mosley, uh, one of the the better linebackers for the Ravens that came out of Alabama. He's a free agent. Uh, Landon Collins, I wish the the, the Eagles will pick him up uh, so bad, but I doubt we will. Um, He's a free agent. And Mark Ingram, uh, he is also a free agent from the Saints. So there's a bunch of of moves that are going on. I think uh, we're going to get a couple of uh, people in free agency um, as far as the Eagles is concerned. But the big ones is AB is off the board. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is close to being off the board. Um, and uh, Landon Collins will probably end up being off the board here pretty soon. Uh, the rest of them are also Nick Foles. But the rest of them, eh, hit or miss. So it's going to be fun to see what's going to happen the rest of the season. Or yes. the rest of the offseason going into training camp. I, I can't wait to see the new pieces on the new teams. Yeah, I really can't wait for the draft. I can't wait for the um, official signing period to begin because it's going to be interesting. Not as interesting as NBA free agency. No, but, not at all. But still really interesting with A.B. going places and the uh, Eagles kind of getting rid of Nick Foles, seeing where he lands. Uh, there are definitely some big pieces that are going to uh, – Kind of complete the puzzle as right. the as the off season continues. Right, right. So like, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. So also, and 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 in this news uh, headline, the the Cowboys back in the back in the back in the news again. Uh, not for a good reason either. David Irving, the guy that's been in so much trouble for what for like three or four years now in a row. Uh, or for PEDs and and all this stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Last week we talked about how you know players get in trouble for like smoking weed, and <laughs> yep. you know how you know the NFL comes down on them for all this stuff. Well, uh, David Irving was suspended basically because they found weed in the system. Uh, okay, um, okay, and he he tweeted out. I think it was. I think the tweet came out last week, uh, early in the week, um, where he's quitting football because you know it's <laughs> they're catching him with with all this weed in his in the system and all this stuff, and so yeah. he's been suspended indefinitely pending you know other investigations and whatever they have to go through. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, why can't you just follow the rules? First of all, uh, you well, know, you know, it, you got suspended for this before. You know that you're going to get suspended again if they catch you. And yes. you know the NFL is going to do a, a random drug test at any point at any time. Exactly. So why why risk your career doing that? That's why Stephen A. Smith always says stay off the weed unless you're making money off of smoking marijuana. Right. Don't, don't do it. Right, <laughs> like, right. Yeah, um, it's funny because uh, uh, Snoop Dogg was on uh, Sports Center or not Sports Center, First Take, First one Time. Yeah, and Stephen A. Smith asked him, you know, if Snoop Dogg smokes smokes weed, it doesn't hurt his paycheck, right? But if it does for an NFL player, then maybe you should just not, not um, 
not partake. I, I understand if you live in Denver, it's legal, so on and so forth. Then maybe yes, the the league needs to look at the laws and look at the testing. But if you're not making money off of smoking marijuana, then you need to figure out exactly what you want to do with your life. Right. Don't because, let it. Don't let it mess with your cash flow. Yeah. Don't mess, don't let it ruin your career. I mean, if if David Irving is going to become the face of, um, uh, you know, legal marijuana going forward, then okay. Do what you got to do. You can make millions of dollars doing that. Right. But if you're just going, what are you going to do? Right. So many so many jobs have this requirement. So what are you going to do? I don't know. It's 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 sad to it's sad to 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 hear this news ongoing. I mean, but it's it's said that he is he has claimed to quit football. I don't know if the, how true that is. I mean, he announced his retirement. Day, yeah, I just I just. At the end of the day, I mean, good riddance to him. Hopefully, he can figure it out. I mean, <laughs> he made a lot of money. He was one of the the better better paid defensive ends in the league. I mean, he's 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 a talented player. Talented. Yeah. The whole Cowboys defensive line is so talented. Uh huh. But they cannot stay out of trouble, which is the which is the. I mean, and, he, and it comes from the top. I mean, Jerry Jones is not the type of guy that's going to discipline anybody. So. Yeah, he, he who knows? enjoys the divas. Yes, and who knows if uh, Jerry Jones is clean himself? Exactly, <laughs> allegedly. But, allegedly. but we're allegedly. we're just gonna leave that be. Leave that yeah. be. <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Hopefully, he figures out what he wants to do with his life. That will do it. We'll get into our rapid fire segment right off the top of the dome. Let's go. You ready for this, Hugh? Ready for it. I don't even know what that means. Yes, uh, Jack Grelish of Aston, Aston Villa, the football club over in uh, England, was punched in the side of the neck by a Birmingham City fan eight minutes into their match yesterday. Oh, my goodness. How does something like this happen? Easily. Uh, you let the players or the fans get close to the field, and they jump, and they, especially if they don't have anything to lose, which he doesn't, uh, yeah, so it's yeah. just ridiculous. Uh, where are the security? Where's the security at? Yeah, well, I mean, in America, security... this wouldn't happen. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I I want to say that's true, but I've been to a soccer game where somebody <laughs> got on the field, so it's like. Well, I mean, I, you could also say football games too. Football yeah. games have been a lot of streakers and a lot of Super Bowl. And yeah, all yeah, people run on the on the field and all this stuff. People dress like refs. Yeah, so I mean. This was just an interesting one. It shows you that uh, those those soccer fans, man, they're, they're, crazy. they're crazy. They'll crazy. they'll get on the field and punch a player that they think they have an issue with, which is weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I, I just can't believe that they would do that. They would do something like that, and hopefully, it gets a decent punishment. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. without a doubt. Colin Kaepernick wins uh, his lawsuit against the NFL. Well. Uh, did he actually win the lawsuit, well, or was it it's settled? A, it's considered a win, but he settled. He settled with settled the NFL because the, the NFL, yeah. the NFL could have taken it to litigation for quite a few more years. Yes, but they decided not to do that. Yes, yes. So it's considered a win in his book. Um, but he settled his lawsuit against the NFL. He's slated to get paid. Um, obviously, there's still some things that they need to clean up as far as the details. But uh, do you think one of the NFL teams will pick him up? And is he NFL ready? Is the NFL ready? I think he is because I, I've heard that he he's training and he works out. And so, I mean that that's that doesn't say much because you know you can train all you want to, but until you get to the physical game, you're not going to be in physical game shape. Yes. But as far as conditioning everything, I think he's probably he's ready to do it. 
uh, as far as the team picking him up, that's, uh, I don't know. Um, I think he's, a lot of teams are still wary of it. Uh, but I want to, since the Carolina Panthers picked up Ed Reed, Eric, Eric Reed, Eric, Eric Reed. Yes. The, uh, yes. the safety, uh, that yes. was out there with, with Colin Kaepernick. I think that they're, they're bold enough to pick up uh, Colin Kaepernick as well. Um, but I just I don't I don't know who's brave enough to do that. Yes. Um, but at the end of the day, I think at some point someone will pick him up. Somebody will pick him up. There are a bunch of teams that need quarterbacks. Looking at you, Buffalo. Yes. And uh, <laughs> Raiders and uh, San Francisco and uh, yeah, keep, keep going. Yeah, we can just keep, keep going, going down the list. Uh, it's crazy. Um, we talked earlier about the Lakers and all the struggles that they're going through, losing to the Celtics, uh, having to shutting shutting down uh, some of their star talent like Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. Oh my goodness! With all of this happening, the Lakers not going to make the playoffs most likely yes. this year. Is this going to taint LeBron's legacy? I don't think taint his legacy, but it's going to make it to where LeBron is not the goat. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. at the end of the day. Uh, you know he's not the goat goat. So like you know how everybody's think everybody believes that Michael Jordan is the goat. Michael Jordan is the guy that that you t- you t- you think about when you know you want a clutch shot. Exactly, you want to have a winner on your team. Right, he is he is the goat goat. Uh, so this doesn't taint LeBron's greatness at per se. Yes, but it is, it does taint the argument when you when it comes to who's better, LeBron James or Michael Jordan. So. Yeah, I think not making the playoffs is huge because yeah. he's just been a staple in the playoffs yes. for so long. So we will see. We he, will only, see. he only missed the playoffs, what, one time in this whole career besides this year? Um, I, I think it, I think it was two times. Two times, I think yeah. his first two years it's, it's, it's below. It's under five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Under five, which is actually better than Michael Jordan. Yeah. So true, true. <laughs> I don't know what we say there. But then Michael Jordan has never, never lost in the finals. So true. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, they, you can't you can't you, that's both ways. Both the ways. debate goes on forever yes. and ever. Uh, finally, wrapping up, we got uh, Philly, your Philadelphia Phillies uh, signing Bryce Harper. Um, and you, I just want to know, like, which. <laughs> Which uh, deal is more beneficial? Do you think this deal is more beneficial for Philly or Bryce Harper? Well, I think it's beneficial for both, but an article that I read said that signing with Philadelphia uh, basically helped him with the tax, with his tax bracket, his tax cuts and everything. He had, he'll make more money. He'll, he'll save more money signing with Philadelphia than he would any other team. So, uh, yeah. uh, tax-wise. So, basically... Basically, this really helps out uh, Bryce Harper because, <laughs> you know, uh, rich people get taxed higher than poor people do. So, or I should, I should rephrase that. Low income that. I should people. rephrase that. Rich people get taxed higher than, any, and then, than I do. So, you know, at the end of the day, good for, good for Bryce. He, he made a great decision. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. I mean, getting all that money, what was it, 320, 330? Uh I think it was up. It was, it was over 300. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, good for him. He made a deal that was good for him and his family and his future. And hopefully the Philadelphia Phillies fans and team will benefit greatly. Definitely. All right, let's move on to the hot topic of the week. Your hot topic. 
All right, your hot topic of the week. Uh, proposed rule tra- uh, rule changes have been uh, going on. Uh, a lot of clubs are 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 sending in their proposals to the rules committee. Uh, there have been uh, quite a few uh, teams that want certain things to happen. Uh, one big notable thing that I've seen in this in this in the script is. Um, the fact that a lot of teams are trying to add more things to the to to uh, instant replay, <laughs> yes, and for good reason because last year we saw that instant replay wasn't wasn't used very properly, and so at the end of the day, I admire that. I I I I, I think that fighting for fairness in 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 games and whatnot is important, especially since you know the Saints got robbed last year. Yes, uh, of of a national championship or a, a Super Bowl championship, but there are quite a few proposed rule changes from different clubs. Uh, I think you have it pulled up. Yeah, um, so there there's a lot going on as far as um, well. So certain clubs, I guess I should say, certain clubs are proposing multiple rule changes. Yes, it's really interesting. Um, right now, we just have a list of nine proposals at the moment. Um, Kansas City and Denver are pretty active. Washington is pretty active, and Philadelphia. We can just kind of go through, um, just a couple of them, couple see. of them, and see exactly how they would change. I I really want to highlight the Denver one. So yeah, I'll, I'll just start there. Denver, obviously, they want some instant replay changes, like almost every team. Yeah. But they are throwing out the an alternative to an onside kick, which we first, at least I first saw in the um, Alliance of American Football. Uh, league this year that just started yeah um, you have to complete a fourth and 12 i think from the 25 yard line in that league um instead of an onside kick if you want to get the ball back after you've scored i like uh, that i like huh? that a lot. yeah it's it's really cool i actually saw one of them uh one of the teams complete one i think it was the birmingham iron um, so that was interesting very nice to see I, I i think onside kicks the probability of recovering one is under ten percent at this point. Yeah, I've got that's a fake fact. Just throwing that out there. But Especially it, in, in the fact that um, a lot of these uh, they changed the rules, so you can't you can't stack one side anymore because of player safety. But then at the end of the day, that gives the advantage to the receiving team. I mean, the receiving team has the advantage anyway because the ball has to travel ten yards. So yes, exactly. Unless you're gonna you're gonna have some kind of give or take, you're never gonna we're never gonna see an onside kick successfully recovered going forward. Yes, absolutely, without a doubt. And um, you know, it's 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 one of those things where I think it's also a dangerous play, but is, that's just me. Is. Like you just get a lot of head to head contact um, with that that type of play where people are just um, the opposite teams are trying to blow each other up, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, if I can't get to the ball, I'm just going to knock you out. So um, I think this is just more – it's more skill, right? You have a fourth uh, – what Denver is proposing is a fourth and 15 from the 35-yard line. If you convert it, you'll – obviously the team will be on the 50-yard line and they'll keep the ball. Right. Otherwise, um, it's a turnover on downs and basically the game is over. Right. So it gives a, a, a realistic chance for the um, the team that's trailing to actually get a um, – uh, a, a shot again, the ball back after they've scored. Right. And then right now, the percentage for onside kicks from twenty, 
I think it's 2018, 2019, um, it was 8%. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah, yeah so the um, an average over that the is, last decade was 15% for onside kick recoveries. That is but, uh, crazy. But, yeah, it's dropped down. It's dropped down to 8%. So no, that's, that's ridiculous. Something I think, has to change. Yeah, I think 4th and 15 makes it a little more 50-50 to me. Yeah, more realistic because yeah. you can uh, – a lot of teams are offensively prolific, and either way you can come down with a – you can come now with a with a fifty fifty ball if you need to. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that that right there. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it's, I think that that rule is necessary because then it gives everybody a fighting chance. Um, I, I, I like that. Going into that, uh, that being said, I like what Kansas City also is proposing um, here because I think they're the ones that proposed. No, he said Denver was the one to propose that. So the first rule. The first one, the first one on the list, Kansas City proposed uh, uh, would allow both teams the opportunity to possess the ball at least one time in overtime. So basically, uh, it says even if the first team to possess the ball in overtime scores a touchdown, uh, it eliminate overtime for uh, uh, you know, excuse me. Uh, it'll even though they score a touchdown. The other team will have a chance to be able to possess the ball and go and score, you know, and, and tie the game up or or take the lead or whatever. Yeah, which yeah. is what I what we've been saying all the time. We're saying like it's 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 terrible to have these offensively prolific teams never touch the ball. <laughs> like yes, like Kansas yeah. City and, and 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 the Patriots. If if Tom, Tom Brady had the ball in overtime first, he scored a touchdown. It was over. Like, yeah, it was done. Absolutely uh, give done. give Patrick the, Mahomes uh, Super Bowl too, right? right? Yeah, give Patrick Mahomes a chance. Yeah, to, I agree. To, to you know, what I do think they should do is take away the 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 extra point as well, though. So if you if you get a touchdown, you go for two. It's mandatory. You go for two. So oh, in in overtime, in overtime. Yeah, in that overtime. way, that way we don't have we're not sitting here five six overtimes. You know, <laughs> trying to trying to you know <laughs> trying to figure out exactly finish the what's game. Yeah, yeah, like if the game starts at eight and you go into five overtimes, you hear it till three o'clock in the morning. I'm not trying to do that. So yeah, I agree. I agree. At the end of the day, I like this rule. It also will eliminate overtime for uh, preseason and eliminates overtime coin toss, so that in winner the winner that winner of the in- initial coin toss to begin will begin the game. So basically, say if the Chiefs won uh, the the overtime, the, the toss on overtime, uh, the Chiefs will get it in, at overtime. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, so, I. Well, you know what's weird about that is why is there a coin toss anyways? Anyways. I mean, I, I like that it leaves it up to chance a little bit, but why not just make the home team choose? You want to defer? Because a lot of teams defer now. Yeah. So you either want to possess the ball or defer. And if you do like the that. overtime, yeah, yeah, you do the overtime thing where both teams get a chance to possess the ball yeah then what are you even tossing a coin for anymore yeah exactly so. I, I agree that's a good point that's you the home saying. team unless okay unless, well, even if you're on in a neutral site there's designated home and away teams exactly so exactly at the end of the day the home team gets to choose do i get the ball after halftime I yep. love that. I love that point. That's that's a very and that's point. why you want the best record you could possibly get because right. you would be the home team in all your games for the playoffs. Right. Oh man, that's, home that's, field that's, advantage, that's man. Great. I I do like the chance of the the flipping the coin, but it really and truthfully, it doesn't. It's just 
I don't know. It's tradition at this point, yeah. right? Yeah. It's just tradition because so many teams defer now. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, so the rest of them are basically, you know, they're they're adding to instant replay, you know, some personal fouls uh, subject to, um, you know, coaches' challenges and in instant replay, uh, safety-related safety fouls, uh, you know, subject to instant replay. You basically saying if somebody gets hit a certain way and you know they want they want to make sure that it wasn't an illegal hit. I mean they they don't they stop the play and they look at it. Um, a lot of teams like even within the Saints game we go back and harp on that, but in the Saints game that was a that was a vicious hit. Um, I think it was a vicious hit. I mean it should have been called. Yeah, it was a vicious hit. It was first of all it was pass interference. Second of all it was hit on an offensive player. Uh, it could have been, been any of those any of those calls, but none of those were called, and uh, yeah. So and the 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 worst part was none of it was reviewed. So yes. yeah, that that was the worst part out of all of it was none of it was reviewed. So exactly, I I, I like these rule changes that that they're um, proposing. Hopefully, uh, some of these rules will be implemented, and especially the the first one where it eliminates. Um, the the one and done touchdown rule in overtime. Yeah, so. I think overtime. I mean, we may eventually see the NFL adopt NFL um, NCAA overtime rules. Right. I don't. I don't love that idea, but it would just make it so much simpler. Easier yeah, and simpler. Yeah. You know, like just get the ball at the twenty five, try to score. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, they can make it. They can make it harder by putting the ball in the fifty. Yeah. Put the ball in the fifty, and then you have to score. You know, you have you have that that long of a field to go. Yeah, exactly. And, you, and eliminate eliminate field goals. You can't do a field goal. You have to score a touchdown. Yeah. I'm I sure would the, love to see that. I'm sure the kickers will hate that. But yeah. then again, a lot of kickers missed big kicks this, exactly. this uh, playoff uh, run. So, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it also eliminate. I mean, they're starting to eliminate, um, uh, what's it called? I'll, I'll, I'll kickoffs and, and, and all that stuff. The only thing that a kicker nowadays would probably end up doing is punting the ball. So... Yeah, either you're gonna hit, try to hit a long field goal or or punt the ball. Yeah, yeah I, so kickers are you know coming obsolete in the game, but it's fine. I don't know. They're they're making a lot of money too, so we'll we'll see. We'll see. I don't know what's going to happen there. So to me, what I'm gathering, my summary of all these rule changes that are being proposed by these teams is that they want to be able to review everything, everything, and yes. that has been one of the downfalls of the NFL recently. The fact that number one, you think. Uh, instant replay has been a big part of the game yes. and a lot of times it takes too long so they've added in more people more referees on um what is it called in like the home home base i think right. the nba does that but also the the review booth right. there we go <laughs> that's the word i was looking for so the they have a bunch of extra officials that are looking at the plays that can um, give the official on the field some insight into what happened and what they should be looking for right. to hopefully speed up the process of um, reviewing these plays. But this would be an expansion to all more plays that they could review, right. and thus it would take even more time for the game to finish. Right. So yeah, if we're that. talking about like pace of play or just the fact that it takes forever to review this stuff, do you think these rule changes are a good thing? I still think that it's necessary for it to be fair in 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 uh when it comes to these when it comes to these games. Uh no it, it's going to be a lot longer. It's going to stop place of play. Like you said, it's going to stop and fans, you know, especially if you're on a Saturday night and the game starts at like 8:15. Yeah. 
Like yeah. like you said, it's or not even gonna, Monday night football. Right. It's not. It's not gonna get done to like two o'clock in the morning, and people got to work in the morning. I'm exactly. sorry. So exactly. Um, in that instance, no. But then again, I mean, the best the best thing to do is move the game up. Like you don't have to have it at eight fifteen at night. Uh, That's very you true. Can, you can you can move the game up to six thirty. Like. You know, I know that. Well, they don't want it to overlap with any of the evening games, but, they, but you're the, right. There's right. some room there. There's right. I mean, there. I mean, even seven, even seven o'clock, because games usually, unless the other game is going into overtime, um, it's usually game. Those games are over by six thirty, six forty-five. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, seven o'clock would 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 give them a, another hour for for. I mean, because these games last three hours. They're yeah. Three hour games. They're about three hour games. But yeah. if you expand the amount of plays that you can review right that'll that'll put an extra probably hour or two on top of that so yeah i think you really that'll need- get you about 12 o'clock i mean I, I think that's doable i think that's doable um as far as as far as the reviews are concerned as far as adding to that but at the end of the day i mean you just got to test it out i mean i think the nfl should implement those rules as a as a as a what experiment experimentary measure um and and see what what you know what the what the feedback is you know what the fans think um, what do the cable networks think because the cable networks are the ones that are most important in this whole equation <laughs> you know so yeah here's some really interesting stats about uh, instant replay there were three thirty nine thousand six hundred seventy seven plays in total reviewed in twenty seventeen wow uh, only four hundred and twenty nine of those plays. Um, Oh, excuse me. Those were the total plays in 20, uh, 2017. Yes. 429 of those were reviewed. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Bad. Um, the most common reviews were pass completion, if the runner broke the plane, and uh, incomplete pass, which I guess would be like a uh, a fumble or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so they do have a, a game day central replay booth uh, as well as a stadium replay booth. Yes. Um, and then obviously the referee on the field. Uh, only 37% of all replay reviews uh, since 1999 have been overturned. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, which is, I, I think that's actually a decent number, 37%. I think um, it'd be a little under that. Well, yeah, because a lot of times I still think that they miss it. Right. right. They it, don't get the lot. right call even yes. after they review it. Yes. So, yeah, I, I think that it's, it's, um, it's just some very interesting insights into what's going on into the replay process. And I think that it's huge to have that, uh, that game day central replay um, center right. that is offsite that could hopefully speed up um, what the referee is seeing so that they get, um, they get to see the, the footage that they need to see to make the correct call right. faster exactly. rather than going through and communicating. They can just have a, a dashboard ready for them to go. And I you mean, see and that it, now. They, they actually bring the replay um, uh, center to them, right? They, yeah. have a, they have a stand that they, they go on the field with. Well, I mean, I think they should honestly – I mean, it shouldn't take – as soon as the play happens, <laughs> they should be reviewing it already. Like, it should be, it should be instantaneous. And so, basically, there's, there's so much time. There's 40 seconds between each, each play, yes. uh, basically. Or well, 25 seconds, but 40 after a timeout. So – but within that that twenty five seconds, uh, as soon as the play is as is you know completed or whatever, and not even if even if they're running down the field, yes, like there should be a there should be a guy there that's that's reviewing the action that's happened, and then there's a guy that's that's keeping on with the with the play or whatever, yes, and then they both review that so that 
you know, immediately if they're gonna if they're gonna uh, call it call a timeout and review, they've already seen it three or four times and made the determination. So it's gonna make it that much quicker. Yes. You see what I'm no, saying? I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, that's what we're seeing on TV, right? We're yeah. seeing you have most of the time if you're not going no hodo, excuse me, no huddle, you have uh, 35 seconds or more right. between the plays. So somebody, the video referee, that's all he should be doing. Right, exactly. You know? So, yeah, I agree with that 100%. And that's what a lot, a lot of other leagues are doing. Um, Major League Soccer does that. With yes. Goals scored. Play goes on, but the referee can chime in at any time within like a one or two minute period where they'll say, no, that, that goal did not count. And see, that's what they should do too. I mean, even if you got these guys like Tom Brady – and Aaron Rodgers, they you know how they get to the line and snap it quickly. Yes, they should. Even if you snap it, uh, timeout. Uh, that review, he did not catch the ball, so that other play did not count. True, you should, you should be able to overrule uh, uh, the play that happened because you know it wasn't it, it wasn't correct. Yes, but I, I will say that football is a little more fast paced than soccer, so yes. that's that's why it works in soccer uh, where you get the soccer is more co- continuous. But yeah, but I there's not a lot of stuff like happening. There's not a lot of goals scored. Right. You know? But like football, you actually have I'm marching down the field. True. So the True. game has advanced in a certain way. True. So that that's the only reason why it works in, in soccer. Um, it may work in football, though. I think if you say, obviously, that you have to wait 30 seconds. I don't know how you make that work. We right. have the no huddle in football. But right. if you have to wait a certain amount of seconds and the video referee can stop the play, then, then that could work. Right. That'd be really good. Yeah, but I mean, the NFL is going in the right direction. It's expanding replay is interesting and good. Just make it faster. Right. Exactly. That's it. That's, That's it. about it. Anything else you wanted to to add to that? I think I'm good. I think I got all my rants out. <laughs> you good to go? I think You're so. You excited about? Uh, looks like uh, the 13th is Wednesday. Next Wednesday, even better. Yeah. Um, so all those NFL signings and trades will officially happen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited to watch this NFL offseason, see how it all works all out. All plays out. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. As always, you can email us at whiteykjpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll uh, definitely grab your emails about what you have to say, and we'll even read them on on the show and give you some feedback. If you want to tweet at us, if that's Twitter is more of your platform that you use, go ahead, tweet at us at YDKJ Podcast. Also, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcast, or SoundCloud. And uh, check out our website where we blog from time to time, YDKJPodcast.com. Anything you want to add, Hugh? That's it. That's it. This is You Don't Know Jack. We are the Outsiders Looking In. My name is Chris Brown. And I'm Hubert Maitland. We'll catch you in the next one.